Moncrief on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. It's time for Tell Me Why with Graham Finley as ever. If you've a question for Graham, you can send it into afternoon at newstalk.com. Today's question is, is white a colour? Graham, good afternoon to you. Good afternoon. Is this something people argue about or is there some sort of scientific definition you can just immediately go to? This is something people argue about. Right. um, No, I mean, it's something kids argue about. It's one of those things which seems to animate people a lot, which is interesting. And some people get quite... I'm excited about this and, and angry at the, the people who hold the opposing views. So mm. scientifically, uh, it depends on what you mean by color and, and <laughs> <laughs> it depends on what you mean by white. But <laughs> other than that, you know, no, but scientifically, so people are talking about spectral color, mm-hmm. uh, which are the colors which appear when you refract white light into, I learned, Roy G. Biv. Um, and that's all going back to Newton, who first did this in 1666. Before, apparently, they thought that basically light was a mixture of dark and light. Um, and as you took away the, 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 added more dark, you'd get red and things like that. Mm. And with a prism, they thought that it was actually coloring it, right? So that somehow there were a little red, orange, yellow, blue, mm. violet sort of things in them. But in fact, uh, you know, it's all white light is made up of these six colors. Now, Newton thought there was a separate color, which is where I got my information, which shows you how long ago I learned this, uh, indigo between blue and violet. But mm. it's generally accepted that indigo doesn't exist. So sorry, Newton. Okay. But, but what Newton well, did... Well, let me say indigo doesn't exist because you can go and buy indigo colored clothes. Sure. And instance. now you're showing yourself to be one of those people who may focus more on what we can do with color and making things colored. Right. So, so what <laughs> Newton discovered was by refracting the light... Uh, you know, he got Roy G. Biv, you know, red, orange, yellow, green, blue, and violet, and he thought indigo. Uh, you know, he showed that the actual light was made up of these different colors on different wavelengths. Um, and he called these the spectral colors or, or the, the color spectrum uh, from the Greek, from the Latin word, sorry, for, for appearance. Um, uh, ooh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, and uh, then he, he proved that it wasn't in the, in the prism by turning them back into white light using an exactly similar prism. Right. So, uh, and uh, that this was a big deal and mm. artists actually took after it in a big way, but by showing that these colors were in the light, uh, people said, right, those are colors and white and black are not colors. Mm. They're white is, you might say, although some people disagree, all the colors and black is the complete absence of color. color yeah. So, so that's where, so in many ways, if that's what you're interested in, white is not a color, but you know, many of you will point out, I've got lots of white things. Yes. Uh, you know, I've, I've got <laughs> white crayons in my crayon set. Uh, I've got black crayons and so forth. And it turns out, and this was a really great resource, Adobe, of all people, I guess they have a real interest in color, have a terrific scientific set of entries on color. And so if you think that white is a color, you're probably focusing on how to make it. Mm. And, and so that is made through a variety of processes to... Um, have white. Now, so what is going on with color? Well, if you've got a red shirt, what it is, is it absorbs all sorts of other colors of light and then reflects back only the red light or predominantly the red light to you. That's why it appears as red, right? So if you have a white shirt, it's reflecting back most or all of the the colors in the color spectrum. That's how it works. If you have a black shirt, it absorbs all the colors. So that's what's going on. Yeah. 
But if you're trying to represent these colors, you've got to do various things. And as our friends at Adobe say, and I'm really not showing for Adobe here, it is a really great entry. Um, <laughs> you know, you can have, if it's digital, if it's on your computer screen, you're adding color. It's an additive process. So you, you fire some electric magnetic beams at these phosphors, which are on all your screens and stuff like that. And they light up different colors depending on the frequency. Um, and so you're adding colors to get white. So once you add all the colors, you get white, right? If you're um, if you don't want white, if you want black, don't fire any electromagnetic radiation at it, right? Okay. So that's your digital colors, right? Uh, yes. And we've gotten quite good at that, um, especially out of using the primary colors, you know, to to make it, right? So now, if you're printing something out on paper or coloring something in mm. a coloring book, it's a subtractive process, and this is kind of the cool part, right? So you're adding things which are going to absorb light, you know, and and uh, and only reflect the light you want to. So you're right. subtracting colors from white light. Because I so suppose the, th the thing to keep in mind is that people might look at something that's black and think that's black there in and of itself. But actually what it is, is a reaction between what you're looking at and the light. Exactly. So yeah. it's absorbing almost all the, the light. Right? Mm. But it's not pure black because that's very hard to achieve. In fact, there's only the only place where you get pure white is the white light of the sun in space, which is why the sun appears white in space. Uh, I did not know that. the right. depths of a black hole, uh, right, which absorbs Two places all I've the never light, been. Right, yeah. like that's, you know, there's no light there. Um, not that I want to go there to find out. And so, um, so in the real world, when you're the person who says, yes, white is a color, look, I've got a crayon, which is a white crayon, um, you know, that you're always just trying to approximate white. You can never get a pure white uh, and you can never get a, a pure black. And in fact, quite interestingly, um, you know, you can actually get a better black out of um, a mixture of, of red, blue and, and green uh, coloring than you can from pure black, you know, absolutely pure black ink. Right. So, so actually, um, which is interesting. And so even your blacks are going to have um, actually a bunch of complex colors, your black, black dyes and inks and, and, and things like that. Right. So, okay. Well, how then, um, why are the colors of a rainbow there and not other colors? So actually, that's a, that's a really good point. Um, so the spectral colors, again, only six of them, right? So another reason why we might think white is a color is because we have lots of colors which don't appear on the spectrum, right? So, so purples and pinks are a combination of colors at either end of the spectrum. Um, in this case, violet and uh, red. Mm. But, you know, so, the, so what the rainbow does is it's basically just refraction, just the way it would work with Newton's prism, you know? Only it's, it's magnified by the structure of the water droplets. So, of course, it always has to have rained. You have to be looking sort of straight at it. And what happens is you get a prism effect. So the light goes into uh, the, the water molecule, the water droplets, out of the air. It slows down. It refracts. It is then reflected off the back of the, the water droplet, back out to you, where it refracts further on its way out of the water droplet, which is why you get that lovely spread of a rainbow. And again, it's always the same order and it's always the same um, spectral colors um, with violet on the bottom and red on the top. And um, what I found interesting about rainbows is that they're actually not bows, they're, they're circles. We just can only see the top. Part. Oh. And so, and I have never seen this. I've seen some cool stuff flying around in airplanes, but I've never seen this. If you're facing straight on to a rainbow in a plane, and presumably you're flying the plane, hmm. uh, which you should really be paying attention to something yeah. other than the rainbow, but it's a circle. You, and there, there are pictures of circular rainbows seen from planes, which look very cool. 
I want to see one of those. I want to see one of those. I'm going to Google that now in a second. So, so it's, but it's the same principle. Um, uh, the, this, the spectral colors um, are, are, are what appears. And again, in their order of refraction. Uh, right. And, and so, and double rainbows are basically a reflection of a reflection, right? So they're, they're the reflection of, of the initial rainbow in further droplets of water. Uh, now, the, the, uh, so the, the, there's a Wikipedia white article as opposed to the white album. Uh, and, and why is that contentious? It's really important that you note this. And I have to say, one, Wikipedia is great, and, um, but I especially like the articles, which are a bit controversial. Mm. And so they weigh in on the um, uh, is white a color question. And they are quite unhappy with the standard answer, which I basically gave, which is that white is all the colors. Yeah. Because they point out that although white light can be refracted into all the colors, you can actually create white light and white colors with less than all the colors. Right. So your standard, you know, so the sun is our our favorite source of white light, but you can also produce white light with certain kinds of light bulbs. And they're going to have different levels of um, of sort of light and and, and, mm. and luminescence and so forth and they're going and they may not necessarily have all the colors or they may um otherwise you know have colors missing again in in various conditions you may not be seeing all the colors but your brain is going to perceive the paper or whatever you're looking at as white your brain isn't as you know isn't as as refined as physics would like it and so you can make things look white even if you don't use all the colors so their point is you know just because white can be refracted into all the colors, that doesn't mean that, you know, every white you encounter in the world is all the colors. Right. If you okay. Get, if you get me. It might be just some of the colors. Just it's, a yeah, selection of Yeah, it could be just colors. some of the colors. And so it's important not to not to overemphasize Newton's great discovery. Somebody just asked an, uh, in an interesting question. Colorblind people, do they see white? Uh, they do see stuff in, 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 in shades of gray. <clears> um, <throat> uh, but yeah, no, they would they would see white. Um Colorblind people tend to, see, and we've we've talked about this before, uh, ages ago. But uh, they they tend to confuse um, other uh, colors. You know, they tend to, you know, red green colorblind is the most famous, right? Mm. So, um, so white and black are a shade. That's why you can convey an awful lot with black and white uh, films. That's why our initial televisions and movies were in black and white because it's a lot simpler. You just instead of so the people, the hardcore people out there who like white is a shade, not a color, right? They really love black and white movies because, you know, you can you can just you lighten things up using the same technique yeah. of blasting electromagnetic radiation. But it's a lot simpler if you're just going for shade rather than color. Um, so, uh, yes, people who are colorblind tend to have no problem with white and black. Um, and in fact, um, if they're very, very colorblind, they tend to have, live in a pretty gray or, or at least muddy sort of world, right? Yeah. Know, things become lighter and lighter um, or sort of duller and duller is actually the, the main problem. Oh, dear. Sorry, colorblind listeners. Uh, I might be listening to us right now. And we were talking about this before we came on air, invisibility. Yeah, so this, this is one of my coolest things, uh, one of my favorite things, invisibility cloaks. And I was all hepped up on this because I'd heard about some of these things. Mm. And um, I think it's Lockheed Martin, the fighter pilot people, fighter plane constructing people, uh, and other planes, but this is the, <laughs> so they have this really elaborate um, website about their stealth fighter aircraft, which has got to be a pretty niche market for for people with an extra billion to spend on a on a fighter plane. But um, their latest ones have um, uh, developed invisibility cloaks, and these mm. are actual fabrics cloaks, which are incredibly thin, like you know nanometers thin, um, and they yet have little gold things on top of them, which they can wrap around things, and they say unlike crappy old invisibility cloaks 
are also good from every angle. So they quickly developed invisibility cloaks, which you could not see an object if you were looking at it directly. But if you walked around the invisibility cloak, you'd see it. Right? Yeah. Now, that's because invisibility cloaks, as they've been developed, um, and it's very similar to the questions we're talking about, um, diffu- not, or, sorry, uh, scatter light uh, around the object so that uh, the, the actual light waves go around the object and, and straight back. And so what you see is whatever is behind them. Yeah. Because right? that's what the observer sees. Mm. Now, these, your modern invisibility cloaks um, are now capable of doing it from any angle, which is pretty cool. And, yeah. and they're, they're pretty pleased <clears throat> with it at Lockheed Martin. And I, if you're not Lockheed Martin, I apologize. You know, I don't want to make you feel sad. Yeah. But um, <laughs> at the same time, um, there's a problem with motion. There's a couple problems. One is motion. And so the motion is going to lead to, to blurring effects because it's, you know, that is detectable. But, mm. but also because the light takes longer to go around the the object than to go straight through it, because that you know, is longer, right? That infinitesimal difference means that if you move around um, or just generally, you're going to see a sort of blurry space, even in your best invisibility cloak. And then so, so research has been done to establish, and these are like the ultimate weapons killjoys, that the perfect invisibility <laughs> cloak is impossible. Um, and in fact, they say it's, you know, the best invisibility cloak you're going to get is going to be more like the, the Predator. Now, I haven't spent a lot of time watching the Predator movies. Yeah. But um, the kind of cloaking you see in the, in the Predator. Ah, right. Yeah. So, so, yeah. So the perfect invisibility cloak is impossible. They've made great strides in terms of developing things which are pretty darn good at hiding stuff. Uh, Dave says, uh, well, actually, a couple of people say you're mistaken about uh, the color black. Graham is mistaken about black holes being the only source of pure black. What about Spinal Tap's album cover? There is none more black. Somebody else says Father Ted socks. They're the only true black thing uh, in in the universe. And uh, a couple of related uh, texts. Uh, Ed says white will soon be cancelled by the woke brigade anyway, on the grounds that it is a racist color. Somebody else wonders... Why do white people call themselves white people when we're kind of pink colored? That is a really interesting question. And, you know, it, uh, to avoid offending the, the caller uh, or texture, right, who was well, worried was the about, first one who, than the worried second about one, being yeah. canceled. Yeah. I mean, no, I mean, who can who can who doesn't defer to Spinal Tap for our for our physical knowledge? Yeah. <laughs> but uh, no, to avoid sort of trying to not cancel the, the caller. I mean, all of these colors were constructed in the 19th century by overt racists, right? And um, they didn't seem to have spent a lot of time looking at people when they decided, right, Europeans are white, which would be news to people from the Southern Mediterranean. For right? instance, yeah. And, and people, which is why they didn't think those people were white uh, uh, initially, right? And, um, and Asian people are yellow, which would be news to the people of Northern China, who hmm. are far whiter than your average um, Caucasian you know, they're even whiter than, than like Scandinavians yeah, and stuff yeah. like that. So that would suggest that maybe this idea of, of color as, as identifiers of race is problematic simply as a description, even before you get to all the baggage we put on top of it. Yeah, well, it's inaccurate, but also there's perhaps some sort of value judgment. Yeah, well, that's it. I mean, and, and we did ages ago, but this idea, this mm. dichotomy between white and black is a very popular one. Uh, and it has, as, as sort of good and evil and truth mm. and, and falsehood and so forth, um, it's a very strong one, especially in Western culture. Uh, but it, uh, it is it's also one which is hooked up to the sun and, and the night and so forth. But it takes different forms in different places. And um, I have done research in the past trying to find out, say, if African countries where people are not black, right? There are various shades of mm. brown and all kinds of other shades as well. But... Um, 
you know, whether they have, you know, African cultures, which is a gross exaggeration, right, or even Bantu cultures, right, or other kinds of cultures, you know, have the same white-black dichotomy as appears in, you know, Western philosophy mm. and, and, and Western art. Mm. But pure, the association of white with purity um, is an incredibly strong one and crosses an awful lot of religions. Yes, indeed. And, uh, oh God, finally somebody tags in to say, when my daughter was small, she used to say, why can't I imagine a new colour? Oh God. Oh, you know, that's, I, I feel she should. You know, she and should. the reason she should well, is, she's adorable. Is, let's, is, let's put that and out I there first. And I bet she can, you know, because there are billions of colours and I'm sure she can imagine a new colour. And David Hume, the great philosopher, in one of the great self-refuting moments of, which is why he's so great, even though he has also been cancelled allegedly, is he said, look, there's a spectrum and, and, and all, there's no missing shades, you know, of, of blue all, mm. along the spectrum. But then he, he imagined that, you know, that there could be a blue we hadn't experienced yet. And that would be the missing shade of blue. So it was, you know, yeah. a, 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 you know, so, so there's always room. You can tell your daughter, there's always room to imagine a new shade of color because there are billions of colors and colors are potentially infinite. So she can, she should go ahead and, and work on that. Graham, thanks a million as ever. Graham Finley, there you are listening to the Moncrief Show on News Talk. We're going to take a break after that. What's North Korea up to? Moncrief on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again.